This is the Ironside Podcast with Tom Dinkelman and me, Brett Kane. Also That's joining right. us today is the one and only blacksmith bodybuilder. What's going on, bro? What's up, dude? Um, sorry, you can call me Nick. I'm Nick. Also, I'm Nick. <laughs> I was asking Brett. I said, do, do we just call him blacksmith bodybuilder? Or what? <laughs> It sounds dope, but I'm not that cool. Just, just Nick. <laughs> You're like, no, it's the blacksmith bodybuilder. The black. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a great conversation, especially since you and Tom are, are both so strong and, mm -hmm. and jacked. And I, I'm just getting back into the gym after a couple injuries. So I, I need you guys to light a fire underneath me. That's flattering, Brett, but... I definitely. Yeah, yeah, we all need that sometimes. So, Nick, uh, give us a, a a little thumbnail where where you're from. You know what what you're about. You've got so much going on, but how how'd you get on this this path? Because you uh, exemplify not only uh, physical prowess but also spiritual, and, and your family is is beautiful. So, how how do you get here? I appreciate that, dude. Um, whew, the origins, the, uh, I guess, I mean, I met my wife at the gym. I met my wife at the gym. Um, and I, pretty funny. She was getting, she was, uh, she hired a personal trainer and I went up to him and said, hey, bro, what, what's her name? He's like, no, 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 no. It, it, it wouldn't work. Just trust me. <laughs> like, well, that's a challenge. I'm going to marry her and make her give me babies. <laughs> um, uh, and I met her at the gym, um, but I got the bug bad with, with the gym. I wasn't interested at all with, with bodybuilding or even te technically fitness in general. I went to the gym for the, what first got me to the gym was just wanting to spend time with my cousin. It's funny because I told him, I was very, very skinny at the time. I was like, dude, be careful. I can't afford to get too big because I don't want to buy new clothes. That didn't ha that didn't take long to happen. Once once I started to actually put on some muscle, dude, just I wanted to be Jay Cutler. There was no like in between. There was no like, oh, you know, this men's physique looks cool, or I want to look like Arnold did. I just wanted to be a, a monster. Well, mission accomplished, man. I, you you look <laughs> awesome. Thank you, bro. How long ago was that? That that was a good eleven years ago at this point. This that's been about eleven years. Um, that went fast. Well, yeah, but that's about eleven years. And uh, genetically, I mean, probably. In that first like three or four months, I put on like probably 20, 30 pounds in that first three months that I was going with my cousin and then, uh, you know, actually putting on some muscle gave me a, a confidence that I, I never had for my entire life up to that point. Um, just a very uh, introverted person. Um, it wouldn't be unusual for me not to even talk to anybody. Very introverted. Um, but putting on just a little bit of muscle made me a completely different person. And I liked who that person was, uh, better than what was previously. Um, not that that's the only reason I do it, but I, it is something, there's like some sort of existential part to it. Um, cause to me, it's, it's all, it's all like a symbiotic. It all works together. Um, you know, the spiritually, mentally, physically, it, it, you can't, totally separate all those aspects you can't you, you can try but i don't think you, you really can well brett and i have said that multiple times I, I don't believe that you can reach your peak spiritual level emotional level social level even intellectual without also having that physical component in there i think you although balance isn't real those it's really an oscillation but you can't have one without the other i i 100 agree Yep. That's what I will say. Yeah, the oscillation. Yeah. That, that, that makes a lot of sense when you say it like that, because there are times where I will flow way too far in one direction 
then I need my wife to come pull me back to the other direction. <laughs> and it's just a, a, you know, a, a never ending cycle. So how long did it take for you to surpass your cousin? Cause I mean, was, was he, had he been lifting for a long time or? or... Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Now that you say that. Yeah. Um, not too long, not too long. I, I mean, again, it's just good. And we have, we share a lot of the same genes, but, um, just really good genetics. He's taller than me. So I'll just, I'll give that to him. Um, but you're not, not too long. Even, uh, my, my brothers, um, they all are pretty muscular. My grandfather, my father, my uncles, my cousins. Um, but, uh, yeah, it didn't take me too, too long. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd say about that three or four months, because then I wound up, I left that gym because I, I kind of outgrew it. And I had to go to go find a new gym where that's where I met my wife at that new gym. Um, you know, I needed bigger weights. I needed a new environment. I needed someone else to uh, push me to a new level. And that, that's how I got started in uh, powerlifting. Went to a new gym and, and I was prepping for powerlifting me. That was, that was pretty cool. That's so, awesome. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, let's hear your question. Okay, up to that point, when before you started working out with your cousin, were you not working out at all, or was it just a? I, I graduated high school at 119 pounds. I graduated high school at 119. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. How, how tall and it are took you? me, um, because I wound up. I can, I can at this point float 220 pretty easily. I could eat three meals and float 220 pounds. So in, you know, about 10 years, I've, my body has become accustomed to over a hundred pounds of not all muscle all the time, but you know, a hundred pounds, um, of weight. I've pushed up to about 250 and that's just a little sloppy, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I graduated high school at 119. So yeah, I know I did not know what a weight what a weight was <laughs> man that's crazy and and how tall are you five eight awesome. I spike my hair. yeah <laughs> no that's <laughs> hey that's that's a that's a good height you know that's uh i think that's how, how tall my my dad is and and he's the fittest guy i know so that's a, got me by a half inch so yeah it, it's peak bodybuilder height <laughs> peak bodybuilder height <laughs> So how long did it take you to uh, romance your wife and, and sweep her off her feet? Even she says it, it didn't take very long. It, um, our our story is pretty cool. Um, we we just we we met and I I was maybe a little too like autistic at how I was looking approaching women to be honest with you. Um, I knew exactly what I wanted and I was maybe 22 and I wanted a family. So I knew if there was a girl wearing like, you know, no clothes, you know, in the gym, you know, I'm like, I'm not interested. Don't want to even talk to someone like that. I I had like my whole checklist of, and she checked off every single box. I was like, okay, I'll talk to this, you know, I'll talk to this girl. She wasn't driving a vehicle that was too expensive Cause that's like daddy issues or she want that for me. It's like, that's not happening. She, I don't want a girl that had like a total you know, hoopty that, you know, so I had my whole list of things that I, I wanted. She checked them all off. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. So we went, uh, hung out a couple of times and, uh, and she's a beautiful, short blonde, uh, well, woman. And, she texted me. She said, okay, I'm at this bar. I'm wearing a blue dress. I was like, great. It's the first night we're going to look at, going to uh, meet up. I'm with my cousin, that same cousin. And I'm at that bar and I see a blue blonde in a blue dress. I sneak up behind her and I wrap my arms around her. And it's not her. <laughs> it's not her. This chick just like looks back at me. She's like, can I help you? Like, oh my God, can you kill me, please? Can you, can you blow my brains out? Oh, it's so embarrassing. So I text her a call, like, you need to get here now. So she doesn't think I'm some creep. <laughs> and I'm like pointing to her, like, see, this is this is who I'm meeting. <laughs> um, but I, I knew right away she was 
I mean, really, really early on. We were dating for two, two and a half years, and then we got married. We didn't, we didn't want to wait. I mean, we knew. That's awesome, it, man. It's pretty uncommon for today, especially for a 22-year-old to want a family. What was it? Was it upbringing? Was it just something? I mean, what was it? Yeah, I come from a big family. Um, I have a big, depending on how far you want to talk, where I have a big, big Italian family. And uh, I mean, cousins, cousins, we all know, we all know each other. Um, that, that always meant a lot to me. And uh, yeah, family's always been very, very important to me. So yeah, I know, I understand that it's, it is a little strange. Um, but all, all the more reason for someone, you know, to do it. But it's, it's strange for what people like just the, what culture says, what normal culture says. I, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I mean, that was one right, of the things right. for me specifically was I wanted, I wanted a family and, you know, and, and I, I was old in Utah years for when I got married, but my wife and I started right away. And one of those things that, that you talked about checklists, one of those things for Tiff with, with me for Tiff was, that she wanted to be a mom. And that was extremely important to me. Not only she wanted to be a mom, but she wanted to be a mom at home and that, that raised our kids. And that, that was a big deal to me. And I realize that's not for everybody, but it was something that I, that I had a checklist for. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that we're, we're still struggling with. She's a nurse. My wife's a nurse. And uh, I mean, she, and she always said like, look, I don't mind working, but for the important years, of the children's upbringing. Like, unfortunately, what we're going through right now, we have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. She wants to be home. Mm. And so I'm just struggling with trying to make that happen. Well, it's a never ending struggle, though. I mean, we, we're always, you're always going to be trying to figure out what's best for your kids and what's best for your family. If you, if you didn't, if it wasn't always a struggle, then you, you probably failed as a father because we're always sure. looking at how we can improve, right? Man, this is a tough time to, to be a nurse. How, how is she doing? How is she holding up? She's pretty good. She's just pediatrics. So for most of the, um, the craziness, they kept those patients out. Uh, they didn't mingle those patients in with hers. So she didn't have too bad of a time with it. But now there's like a real shortage of nurses. So she straight up like, cannot take PTO. So, you know, she's really struggling with that. Um, but she loves what she does and she's an, a natural, she's a natural caretaker. And I, I agree, Tom, um, that was a big thing with me too. I would obviously wouldn't have gotten married if she didn't want kids. Um, and she's, a, and I wanted someone who was a good mom. And when I found out she was a pediatric nurse, I said, okay, that's a big, <laughs> that's a big check. <laughs> she do like pick you, nick you. She in a um, yeah, where we where we are, where the hospital she's at, they actually have a pediatric department. Okay. Um, but yeah, when they need help in the NICU, she goes to NICU or or delivery, um, which is great because when we had our two boys, we went to her hospital, obviously. So we got like, well, she got like treated like a queen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we have a huge respect for the uh, pediatric nurses, especially at the NICU. My youngest spent the first 75 days of her, of, the, of her life in the, in the NICU. 75? 75. She was born 26 weeks, pound 13 ounces. Oh, Lord. And so, yeah, we, we have a she is, lot of respect for those nurses and what they do. Yeah. And they love every single child. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I, I'm so glad to hear that. And, you know, just thinking about, so my daughter's pediatrician, is the the same woman who was my wife's pediatrician when she was little and so that's been been really cool and and all the nurses there yeah that's i mean the they're literal angels so i'm i'm so yeah. glad that your wife is doing that and that you're working hard to to eventually be able to help her be a full-time mom and yeah. and again she wants to do it later which is great you know maybe when they're in high school she can go back yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like we were talking about earlier, it's that oscillation, you know, you got to work out these muscles for a little bit and then, you know, focus on that. So yeah. what was her checklist like? I mean, she, you, she checked all the boxes for you, but what, what was she hoping for? Uh, 
you know, I'd never asked, I never, I don't know about that. I think, I think what makes the, the dynamic between men and women so great is that we are different. And I think that the pragmatic male and the way that we approach uh, things, especially life altering things like getting marriage, you know, don't believe in divorce. Uh, we're going to approach that very differently than a woman is. A woman's probably going to want um, security, um, uh, someone who makes them feel secure, someone who can financially secure them or, you know, and just protect them from harm. That's probably what she and what she was looking for. Um, you know, I could make her laugh. I could, um, I take, you know, I treated her very good, took her on dates and stuff. Um, I'd imagine that's, that was enough for her. I never asked, to be honest. Well, you clearly, <laughs> you clearly fit the bill. <laughs> right, right, exactly. What more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm curious, you talked about needing to, you know, needing to fit all the, all the areas in your life. And we talk about that, Brett and I talk about that regularly, about fitting the spiritual, the social, the intellectual, the physical side. Uh, you mentioned specifically about helping having your physical side help you with your spiritual. I'm, I'm curious what you do to keep yourself spiritually fit as well. Yeah, that you know what? I grew up in a very religious Protestant house, and um, through a long, long series of events, I actually wound up falling away from my faith. And in the time that that happened, I actually met my wife and got married and even had children. And it was actually really during the whole madness, you know, in 2020, um, that I really got woken back up because I would say tongue in cheek, oh, you know, you know people really need Jesus right now because they're going to commit suicide. People are dying. Um, you know, they need Jesus. And I was saying it really tongue in cheek being cute but then uh, just a little bit of self-reflection like, well i do i do too. i do too um uh but i at that point i had been out of out of uh i hadn't gone to church and i think the last time i went to church was like four or five years and it was like to an easter service with my parents to make them happy um but i just i i knew i couldn't go back to where i was um and then through another series of events, I wound up um, at my local Orthodox church. And I've been going there for about a year now. Um, and again, I met my wife at that point where she, were, you know, I wasn't in the church. So she wasn't. And right now she's not super interested in it. Um, so that's a little bit of a struggle. But, you know, she's she knows that where I stand, she's, you know, I could do my own thing. So I take the, the boys with me on Sundays. Uh, she works most Sundays. Uh, but that's just a, a struggle that, that I've, I've got, I kind of have to, you know, burden I'm, I'm burdened with, but it's my own, my own fault, my own responsibility, I guess. Yeah. And, and I don't think there's any, any fault to be had there. I mean, this is, and, and it's kind of a pattern that you see uh, in the scriptures in the Bible and Old Testament, especially, you know, you do have a father who has that come to Jesus moment and has to lead his family. And so you've had that and, you know, she's, she's doing her thing right now, but she's obviously not against what, what you're about. And it's just going to take some time and you're going to keep being that good example. And you're going to be a, a bridge for her and, and, you know, further down the line, you know, you might be struggling a bit and then she'll be a bridge for you. So that's, it's all about building each other up. And, and I think you're doing a, a one heck of right. a job. I appreciate that. Dude. Yeah, I hope so. It's, uh, that's one thing I did come to terms with pretty early on is that you got to be a man, you know, that's what we, we have to, as much as I love, um, uh, you know, proper hierarchy, and I love order. Um, you know, being the man of a house that has, you know, if you want to, you know, you, you got to take the good and the bad. 
and there's a lot of responsibility in that and that means shouldering some some difficult tasks um and this this for me is one of my more difficult tasks that i i have to uh, be responsible for um but i am trying my best to you know meet it meet it head on and not to uh not to point fingers and say well you need to change for x reasons you know and i've, I've had plenty of talks with my priest about it too and he said you know look it's gonna take time but it's all up to you so well and i'm a, i'm a firm believer that you know of our basic needs one of those needs that we have in our life is adversity if we don't have it i mean you, you can even you can give the comparison in the gym you know if you're if you're not lifting anything heavy then you're not going to get any stronger and if we're not facing those trials in life then we're not going to get any stronger we're not going to be able to overcome them later because what seems like a big deal right now is small compared to what we're eventually going to have to face and this is getting 100%. the reps in 100 percent. yep yeah, and that's the thing. You, you 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 can try your best to separate it, but you can't. Muscle only grows under a novel stimulus, right? With a new load, you can't lift the same weight every day and grow muscle. It's not how it works. Physiologically, it's not how it works. And it's the same thing spiritually. You know, if you're if you're if you once you overcome a particular temptation or or adversity, you're never going to grow if that's all you ever have coming at you because you already know how to handle it. Um, yeah, I, that's very well said, dude. Yeah, 300 pounds is always going to be 300 pounds. It's just a matter whether you can move it or not. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so as, as a father to to young kids, uh, as a husband, uh, how, how do you make time to continue to stay fit and, and to, to do that? Yeah, that's that's a challenge, dude. That That's a challenge. And it felt like particularly with this time like around christmas it felt like dude if if i wasn't sick the wife was sick or one of the kids was sick and it felt like i didn't get to the gym like but three or four times in in like a month it felt like that um but and you just got to make it work um sometimes i go really early in the mornings um and you know it does help, you know, with my wife meeting me at the gym. She knows this is who I am through and through. You know, it's it's not it's not a fad. Um, that it's I, I kind of need it, so she's a little more lenient with with me. If I you know the, the few days where she doesn't, she works like Mondays and Thursdays, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, that those afternoons I'm typically at the gym after work, and. You know, she's very gracious in giving me that that time because it is tough for, you know, her to have the kids all day to herself. And uh, but I'm, I'm able to. Uh, to have that time because she does understand how much it does mean to me. That's awesome. I, I'm so glad to hear that, you know, and, you know, this this past year almost, I I've taken off out of the gym, and it's I mean it was hard. Like I was really depressed, and you know I was trying to justify. I'm like, well, I'm able to spend more time at home, and we're saving a little bit of money, and all these things. And then my wife's like, no, you need to go to the gym. She's like, I can see how adversely it affects you. You know, it's like I'd rather have like a little less Everyone's time. Everyone's happier. Everyone's happier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> quality over quantity sometimes. Yep. Yep. So when you first started, uh, you, your cousin brought you to the gym, were you doing any kind of program or were you just doing your regular lifts? Uh, literally following him from one machine to the other, to the other, to the other. I had no idea what I was doing. No. We, when, so when I, again, when I, I, when I say, I say when that bug bit me, when I, that bug bit me, like all my free time was dedicated to studying the, the game. You know, I would go on bodybuilding.com and they had, um, you could, you could choose. They had a really nice list of exercises. You could select the body part and I would just look at all the different exercises and I would maybe choose between five and eight that looked like my body would respond pretty well to. And I would make my own workout, uh, my own workouts, my own programs. 
and whatever worked, I'd write it down. That worked. Whatever didn't work, I'd cross it off and make sure I never did it again. Um, but I did. I studied this thing like it was a job uh, from the from the very beginning. Um, and I even had the owner of that of the, that gym. Uh, he came up to me once. I'll never forget this because this was pretty cool. Um, he asked me, you know, well, what are you training? That's cool. And, uh, oh, where did you get that workout from? I was like, no, that's, I made that. And he was very impressed. He was very impressed. So it was cool to have the owner of this. Uh, and it was a pretty, like, hardcore gym. Uh, had The owner of the gym came up and complimented my workout. As, like, a noob, that felt pretty cool. Yeah, that's huge, man. That's that's awesome. And and it's paid off. You know, I'm, I'm looking just on your website right here and you've got your own programs now. Uh, can you tell us a little about those? So it looks like I'm looking at the, the Viking, the Spartan, the Samurai. Yeah. So that's technically about to go live pretty soon. Um, I've been working with my developer on that for a little while. So those are, those are pretty unique programs in my, in my opinion. So I'm calling them the way of the warrior programs. Um, I'm going to release the Spartan program, the way of the Spartan, hopefully next week. Um, all the videos are recorded and everything's done just on the, uh, on the web and other developers. And he's got to, I guess, uh, close up the last few, uh, parts of it, but, um, it's my kind of response to not being able to stretch myself as thin as I want for personal training. Cause I, if I could do personal training with, you know, a hundred people, I would love that, but I've naturally, uh, the quality of, of uh, my instruction is going to decline. So with these programs, it's a 16 week program. I have the, uh, the workouts for each week. And uh, before each workout, I have like a meditation or a reflection that I talk about in the video. So I'll, for week three, we talk about, uh, you know, staying motivated. So I just have a, um, a, a reflection about what it takes to stay motivated to keep uh, motivated in the gym and then I will have my my and then I'll just go through the workouts sorry oh you're then fine we work. love pets here yeah the, <laughs> a little cockatiel on my shoulder <laughs> sorry guys. um my wife's loving that <laughs> Um, sorry, that was a little distracted there. Um, so for each week, there's a reflection or meditation. Um, and then we go through the, we go through the work. I go through all the workouts and tell, tell you what you need to be doing. And then there's like an interactive part where if you want more explanation, or if you have a question about the topic or the workouts, you can then, uh, type in, in like a, a chat right, right there. And either myself or someone else who's also taking the course can answer and go, have a good back and forth conversation and, uh, and really make this, you know, lasting. So you can even revisit it later and then get feedback from other people from, you know, months later and they say, Oh, I never thought to do that exercise like that. You know, I'm glad that guy said that I'm going to implement that in my next go around. So I think it's like a, it's a, person impersonal personal training type of deal mixed in with group training as well that was pretty cool that's really unique you know i i've looked at a, a lot of programs you know and i've gone through some you know some of the bodybuilding ones you know jim stepani uh is a good example but i've never seen that kind of interaction and i i think that is going to add a ton of value so that's that's awesome How, how'd you come up with that year uh, honestly this is i've been thinking about this problem for years because i really do it i do love teaching um i love being up on stage but even more i really do like helping other guys um and this has been something that i've struggled with for a long time um and then it it never it didn't come at one moment it, i had one little piece of the puzzle one year the next year i would have another piece of the puzzle then another piece, then another piece. And then finally, it, it really did accumulate. This was about late summer of uh, 2021 that I 
I really kind of formulated it in my head into what it is now. Um, but it, it really, it really is the result of years of thinking of this problem problem. And it's like, now you, you can see that the final project product, you're like, all right, well, yeah, duh, it's like obvious. Yeah. But you know, when, until it's done, it, it's never quite as obvious, you know? Um, uh, but I've had, cause I've had the, the blacksmith brand for a good five or six years now. Um, I've been, you know, gone kind of, you know, train uh, coaching and training under the moniker blacksmith. Um, and ever since then, I've been thinking about how to improve or to reach more and to service more, um, train, you know, training wise. Well, I, I would even go along with the, the way I look at it or the way it appears to me is, you know, the gym bro seems to get this bad rap in the gym. That they're the, you know, that they're, they're the muscle head that nobody wants, that they have, want nothing to do with anybody but to show them how strong they are. But in, in my experience, the guy that's the most experienced, the strongest, is also the one that wants to help the most. My brother and I were having that conversation today. And, I mean, do you think that just part of that, just being in the gym, uh, gave you that desire to want to help even more? Totally, because I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And without my cousin, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, you know, be who I am. So I, I was there. I had nothing. I, I was no one. Um, so I was on that side and I had my cousin and every step of my progression, I had someone else there who was extraordinarily instrumental in taking me to the next level. Um, I was very fortunate. I, I really, I had four or five amazing guys who without them, I wouldn't, I would have either given up. I could have done something to really hurt myself um, or I would have burnt out. Um, so if I can give back to even one, one person, one guy and, you know, either get them started or take them to that next level or make sure they don't in, you know, hurt themselves, do something rash right now. Cause it, it because they want results fast. Say, hold on, think about the long-term implications of doing this. Just wait. Um, you know, if I could do that with one guy, that would that would make it all worth it. That's awesome. What would you say to the the guy that's afraid to approach the guy in the gym that to ask for help? Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Watch, watch him. Watch the big guy you want to approach. If he looks like he's getting ready. To do a set, wait till after the set. But nine times out of ten, he's going to be thrilled that you want to chat. I mean, it's talking shop for me. If guys want to come up and, um, you know, ask about a, a tip or a pointer or something, that's talking shop. Like that, that's fun for me. You know, guys like to talk about the crafts, whatever hobby you're in. You know, you have you love talking about it. Um, so I, I love it. I, I enjoy it. Sometimes I give unsolicited advice, um, but it's typically appreciated. I, I, because it, it, it's the same, I have to kind of be cognizant of the same thing on the opposite end where not everyone always wants to have, uh, you know, no, not everyone wants to be critiqued either. So I got to be careful of that. I try to make sure that I'm always smiling. I like, I mean, I'm a pretty happy person regardless, but I'll, you know, I don't want to be, viewed as intimidating uh so i i try to always pretty much always have a smile on it's just a little more approachable um especially in my gym there's a lot of younger guys so i always make it a point to smile at them give them a thumbs up um and that's that's an invitation and some of them take it which is nice well it's, it's interesting too I, I started training about a year ago and you can tell the ones that want to be pushed and the ones that just you wonder why they're there. It's almost like uh, I've had a couple where it almost seemed like mom promised to buy them a car or something if they finally decided to stop being fat. I don't know what it was, but uh, but you can definitely tell the ones that that want the help, and it's so much easier to approach those ones. Totally, yeah. And again, that that that's like uh, just they, if they have a smile on their face, or if they they you can kind of like look at them, and that says it all. Just one uh, one 
moment of eye contact is the uh, is the invitation. You know, that's like all you need. You know, we we've talked about on here before that uh, a lot of like the the gym anxiety is totally unfounded. I have been to you know dozens of gyms and I've never had a bad experience. You know, like everyone's been super friendly. And yeah, like people, you'll, you'll go up and talk to them and, and yeah, mo- most of them are super cool and want to, sh- want to share something. And even if you're new, I, like, obviously I was coming off of a shoulder injury. So I was lifting like much lighter weight. And even I had like that sense of, like, oh man, should I be embarrassed to be here? But you know, there are guys right next to me lifting way more and they're like totally cool. And, you know, we'll do like the little head nod thing and, you know, go up and talk to them a little bit after. So it's, it's a really good environment. And you mentioned at the beginning, you know, that it transformed you, but I, I would almost say that, you know, getting strong just brought out the real you because you are a genuinely happy, friendly, helpful person. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Good. Yeah. Thinking back, yeah, because I was the most, the, like the introvert of introverts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess so, dude. But yeah, this definitely feels more natural. This this person is that I am now is much more natural. But uh, yeah, you're right. The guys at the gym, the and like, look, what I like to see, and what makes me um, respect because respect anyone anyone in the gym, I don't care what you're lifting, is, uh, is, is effort and intensity. If I see you're putting in an effort, I'm going to, I'm going to walk up to you and I'm going to pat you in the back and say, dude, that was awesome. I don't care if it's 10, you know, you got, you got two 10 pound, uh, little, little donuts on, on the bar and you're benching. If you're, if you're struggling and you're putting in an effort that that's all, that's cool. Like, you know, that's cool. And I still get that too. You know, I think that, if I start to get self-conscious, which happens sometimes, I'll be, I'll be looking around like, you know, I've only got like three or four plates on this machine and I've done four, you know, five or six. And is anyone going to look at me and think I'm, I'm getting weak. Um, you know, I got to catch myself sometimes thinking like the two, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Leave your ego uh, at the door um, that, you know, put, put your effort in, focus on you in the moment um, one of the reflections I have in, in one of the, the programs for the Spartan is like keeping keeping perspective in mind um, where, you know, you, you as an individual on any given day is a, is a completely different story. Anything that happens to you outside of the gym, because you were in the gym for one, maybe two hours a, a day. So, you know, there's 23, 24, 22, 23 hours that affects those one or two hours. You know, you could have had the worst day ever been out in a hundred degree weather, can't get your food, can't get your water. You're not going to perform well that day. You need to keep every day and every set and every rep and every exercise in perspective of that greater narrative. And uh, even more on a more macro scale and a larger scale. You know, if you're just starting out, if you're in the gym for one year, don't try to compare yourself to that guy who's been there for 10. You know, he's got his own struggles. You've got yours. And just keeping that perspective uh, can can kind of keep you healthy, give you keep you in a, in a healthy uh, headspace. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's such good insight. And, and I love that you've adopted this blacksmith because you know, Proverbs, iron sharpens iron. And, and that's, it's in the Bible. Uh, and I think that's, that's what it should be. It should be motivating. It should be empowering to have people that are at different places on the path. You know, it's, I, I love seeing people stronger than me because it makes me want, want to, to get there. I love seeing people that aren't as strong as me yet. Cause you know, I might have the opportunity to help them or, or to see him. Cause I I've seen guys, I've been at gyms for a number of years and I'll see guys literally transform. And that's like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so yeah. cool. To yeah, like see. It, you live vicariously through them. It's like, I remember that when I first, you know, hit my one plate bench or two, two plate bench or whatever, you know, you can, you know, get excited with them and for them. 
Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I had I um on Twitter I said the other day I had a really cool like a big bro moment. Um, this guy, this I was just I was working out and this kid runs up to me, super excited. He's like, dude, he goes, I gotta say my my bulk's going awesome. I just hit this PR, dude. I'm so excited, and uh, you know I just couldn't I couldn't wait to tell you. I'm like, that that's awesome, you know. Um, this great accomplishment he felt, and he you could see he was beaming, you know. Um, this great accomplishment, and he just wanted to to share that with somebody, and then he specifically thought think of me. It made me feel special. That like that that was so cool. So I could relive that because I remember doing that. You know, I could relive it right through him, and that was great, man. Well, and it comes down to those credits and debits. You obviously invested in him, which is why he was excited to show it to you. And I, I think with all of our relationships, uh, whether in the gym, whether at home, with, with any of them. When we're, when we're putting in what we should be putting in, someone wants to put that much more back into it as well. Very well said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it makes me think like we were talking about earlier, how, how you, you love being up on, on stage and everything, but you really like teaching and, you know, there's, there's a saying, and I think it's, it's an incorrect saying that, that those who can't do teach. And I think it's actually those who can do should teach because there's no one better to teach it than, than the people who can actually do it. Right. Right. I've heard that thing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And I always, cause I struggle with, I struggle with math and I would, I was always told like, Oh, to really understand math problems, you know, you have to almost teach it so like work it backwards verbalize it work it out like you know a reverse engineer kind of kind of almost um and that's almost how i'm learning bodybuilding better now even though for the you know for the last 10 years 11 years i've been you know entrenched in just building my body but now teaching it i'm reverse engineering it and even and learning it on a whole new level by teaching it and it's um really interesting because I, I know it so well from one angle but i'm completely looking at it from a different angle now and really learning even more about it which is really really fascinating i'm curious what your diet looks like well now that i'm part of like these I'm in a lot of nutrition group chats on Twitter and these guys are killing me. They make me look like, like a pauper. These guys are, these guys are incredible. I want to live with them and have them cook for me. I'm just like a, a, a total bro. Like I'm an old school bodybuilder, like chicken and rice and broccoli. Like that's okay for me. No, no joke, no exaggeration for six years. Now th that stopped about two years ago, but for, there was a time period for six years, I would I basically ate nothing but chicken and rice, eggs and steak, and like that was it for like six years. Um, I, I finally cracked, um, but no, now it's I'm on about 3,200 3, calories on my off days, and then my back and leg days I'm at about thirty five to thirty six hundred calories. Um, I can, I'm really lucky. I can grow on relatively low calories. Um, I had one buddy, uh, who I was training with, he was taller, but he was, he was leaner. He was, he had to eat over 5,000 calories and that was maintenance. That wasn't, that wasn't growing. That was maintenance. Poor sucker. But, um, I stick with, with eggs, steak, chicken, and I do a lot of carbohydrates, um, but most of my carbs come from rice. Okay. You stop eating carbs at a certain time. Do you, I mean, you just, um, yeah, yeah. I try not to eat them too, too close to my, like, not, it's not my last meal. It's uh, fats in my last meal because they'll digest longer. Um, but for the, it, it's in every other meal. It's in every carbs are in every other meal. That sounds really good, man. And, and obviously it's paid dividends because like, like we said, you, you look great and you're doing great, 
what would you say, you know, obviously the, the market and, uh, and, and just lifting in general, it's inundated with tons of information and some of it is conflicting. Some of it's good. Some of it's not good. What would you say to, to people who, who might be relying too much like uh, on supplementing their protein or on the pre-workouts instead of like eating real food? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. It's easy for me to say, you know, eat, eat whole foods and, you know, don't take a pre-workout unless you need it. You, there's very, there are very few supplements you really need, need to have. Um, your, uh, it's easy for me to say that, but like life is tough. You know, if you, if you work at a job where, you know, I can sit down and I, you know, I can reheat, I have an air fryer. I can sit down and reheat all my meals and sit down and eat, you know, five times in my job. I, I have that luxury. Not everyone does. I have a buddy who's a carpenter, a union carpenter. And he had to, I think he was eat, drinking like three or four protein shakes a day. You, you do what you got to do at the end of the day. Is it, is it ideal? No, but you need to get the macros and the calories in some way. So you're going to do it. Um, I obviously would, would say eat whole foods, always real foods over anything else. But I understand that life is life. Um, supplements. I do pre-workout. I do an EAA. I do an intra. I have a way that I, I drank. I think it really depends on the level of intensity of your training. Um, and you really got to be honest with yourself. It's fun to like have all these things, you know, um, but it, you know, if you don't, if you're not training at the level where your body needs those to recover, because th these are all tools. Um, you know, I, I talked about this in, um, in a, a series I did for Herculean strength. Um, these are tools in our, in our tool belt. Um, and like a carpenter doesn't use, um, a screwdriver to smash in a hammer or to smash in the nail. He uses a hammer. Well, so a bodybuilder should be using our tools at our disposal when they're needed for the proper purpose. Um, you know, if you're not really training hard enough, you, you might not even need an intra workout. Don't do it. Now, if you're up early and you train late at night, you might need a stimulant, a stimulant. You might need that pre-workout. Okay. Then, you know, you need it. Um, so I, I say, uh, be honest with yourself, really evaluate your needs. Don't ever just do what the crowd is doing. Try to really evaluate your needs and then, uh, appropriately, purchase what you need for, for that because supplements are good they are there are purpose you know they do serve a real purpose um, but we need to make sure that we're training hard enough for that purpose that's awesome super super well said thank you that actually leads me to another question then how do you when you're in the gym, avoid distraction because you're obviously a very popular figure. You're getting hit up on social media all the time. Uh, I, there's nothing worse than seeing someone sitting at a machine on their phone, you know, for oh, it's 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, and they haven't got another set. So, what do you do to avoid distraction? This this also comes with. Uh, experience you know years of experience um most days mo most days i'm 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 prop i'm you know i'm me proper um i have a, a switch i can flick when i'm ready to do a set because in between sets i joke around i do i i like to have fun i really like to have fun i'll joke around um i'll have a quick 30 second 40 second conversation when it's time to do my set though that's when the world goes dark um and you know not to be dramatic but really there, there's the that you know one minute where the world stops moving and nothing matters but doing this set um again that that takes time that takes uh the 
you know, repetition of, of, of doing this every day for years and years and years, um, where you can get yourself in that mindset to just ignore everything, ignore everything. Um, and that, that does come with time. Now there are days where I'm distracted and if that does happen, where I can already sense that my mind's wandering before I even get to the gym, what I'll do is when, when I just park my truck, I'll just sit in the, I'll just sit there in the parking lot for a while, and I'll mentally go over my workout. I'll mentally go through my whole workout in my head. I'll speed run, speed run it in my head, and that that helps to focus. Uh, that helps me to get focused for my workout, and then I can get back into that mindset where. When it's time to do my set, that's it. Have you found that by being able to do that in the gym, you've been able to carry that over into the rest of your life? I haven't been as successful with that. Um, I, I really haven't. I wish I, I wish I was. Um, I could use some of that focus sometimes. My job's a bit hectic where I, I don't – I don't really control much of what goes on at any given moment. So I, you know, when, and even now with kids at home, I just don't have the control that I have in the gym. You know, uh, it would be wonderful if I did, but I just, I, it, I haven't been able to make that translate. What do you, what do you think the, uh, the reason is? I've, I've been able, I've been able to, when I'm in the gym, make it, make it so controlled, or at least I've become so, um, um, acquainted with the variables that I, I know, I know what to expect. So, you know, if there's a really yappity guy who's, I'm about ready to do a set and there's, you know, you know, some gabber who's walking by. I can just, I can look right through him, you know, whereas normally I wouldn't be able to do that. I would feel an obligation to, you know, Hey, what's up, dude. You know, when it's time to do my set, I can look right through him. So, um, and again, at work, I couldn't do that at home. If my kid wants something, I got to drop what I'm doing and, and help him. So I think it's just at the gym, I've been able to, you know, acquaint myself so well with the variables that I can either, you know, block them or just totally absorb them or ignore them better than I could outside. It makes sense. Yeah, that that's really interesting. And, you know, one of the things that I thought about when, when you're talking is that, you know, fitness and strength, like that's, that's a renewable resource. You know, it's not a zero sum game, which is why I think that the community is so welcoming because, you know, it's not like if that person gets stronger, I, I can't get stronger because they took some strength that's in the world. It's, I mean, it's infinite. We can always get stronger, you know, and I, I think that's really cool. It's encouraging to see people, you know, at your level, uh, helping other people get up there as well. So you mentioned Jay Cutler at the beginning. Do you have, is there anyone else, you know, current that, that, you know, you, you look up to or, or you know, try to emulate? Yeah, real quick. I'm glad you brought that up because that's a really good point um, about just be, people being welcoming. Um, I just really quick wanted to uh, piggyback on that. Both at my powerlifting competition and my bodybuilding competition, everyone, even guys in my weight classes, were amazingly welcoming and encouraging. It's it's almost like you're not they're not competing against. You. They're competing only against themselves. It's a it's a very interesting dynamic with strength. I, I've I've never seen it with any other sport, to be honest with you. Um, and then even just like online, that you know, I've talked to a lot of the other bigger influencers and or just you know bigger guys on on social on Twitter and stuff. They are so cool and so down to earth and so nice and helpful. And, um, you know, they would, for anyone, they would, they would do anything for anyone. It, it's really, it, it was really cool to, uh, to, to know that, you know, these people are out there, you know, it's not just me. Um, now I, I don't want to lead in, uh, 
leave any leave anyone else. I couldn't even try to list them all. It's it's everyone. It's everyone. It, it's everyone in that in that sphere is just amazing. Really, really cool. Um, I just wanted to make sure I got that in there. Well, it's um, interesting because I think you know we always talk about you know they say the the meek shall inherit the earth, and I think there's this misconception that meek also means weak and passive, but truthfully i mean the definition of meek is is strength under control i mean is that not what these guys Thanks. are exuding in general is 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 complete and total meekness they're 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 meeting that definition 100 percent. totally based yeah absolutely bro yeah yes 100 percent. what and that's every every single guy i i just spoke with and it's only because it's right on top of my head because i don't want to leave anyone out but i spoke with uh Bowtie docs late uh, recently, and what a genuine, awesome dude, really awesome dude. Um, and you know, we both share a lot of the same um, philosophical principles about lifting. And he helps so many guys. Help he helps so many, um, and he's it, it's like still not enough for him. So it's it, yeah, it's like that's uh, just one. Uh, and I'm really close with the guys from Herculean Strength, and uh, you know, they're it's the same philosophy there. They just they want to be able to give back because we were all at that one end of the spectrum, like either severely like overweight, I was severely underweight, and we all had these like immense struggles to achieve what we've done, you know. And it's, it's never good enough, but you know, um, and knowing what that feels like you know the journey is, is exciting but having you know really achieved something too being able to share that with someone else is is 10 times better than doing it yourself in my experience and then ever all the other guys experience it, it's just it's, it's even better i i agree and that that translates even outside the gym it translates when you see it with your own kids i mean christmas is more fun as a parent than it ever was as a kid as far as i'm concerned and I think Absolutely. anytime that you can bring somebody along with the journey and the, and you see the joy in the, in their eyes, man, it's, it, it makes it all worth it. Totally. Yes. Yep. That's right. So you mentioned, uh, math not being your strong suit has, <laughs> you know, having to count your calories and, and lifting weight, has that helped with math? Cause obviously there is a lot of math when you're calculating things. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like half retarded. <laughs> no, unfortunately, unfortunately not, dude. I'm, I'm like doomed to just be a dummy. Um, I've like, I've I'll always have a horrible sense of direction. Always. I'll always be bad at math. And, you know, God gives you some gifts and other times he, you know, he leaves some to be designed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can't be perfect. Perfect. You That's know, you're, true. You're, it's not fair. Close. It's not fair. <laughs> No, that's awesome. You know, I, I always think that, you know, I, I uh, participate in a lot of mixed martial arts and, you know, jujitsu, especially there, there's a lot of cool. uh, physics in there. And I think it would be so cool if like there was a more dynamic system for, you know, for schooling. It's like, okay, let's do physics for uh, martial artists and let's do, you know, uh, algebra for weightlifters, you know, and, and let's, you know, that'd do, be like, yeah. Uh uh limitless that movie limitless see the guy takes that pill and it's like he could see like all those numbers and you're doing jujitsu and you you take that pill and you can see the angle someone comes in and you can just like perfectly dodge it because you know that angle <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know I, that that's a, i i i think they're remaking that that film or something or they made it i i, I thought that i had seen that and i think it's actually based on a book too but limitless cool. yeah that's a that's a that's another good slogan for you as well. Is uh you yeah, yeah. I mean you you are limitless. So how can people support you? I mean, obviously it sounds like Spartan, uh the Spartan program is is gonna launch, you said in about a week. Yeah, we're super, super close. Um I got um that should be I'm hoping for next week. And my work's done. So it's just as soon as my awesome web developer can kind of wrap up all the loose ends i'll i'll, uh, I'll push live and we're, we'll be good to go with that um you can find me on twitter and instagram at 
B L K S M T H. So it's like blacksmith without the vowels. Uh, B B. Blacksmith B B. Um, it's just shorter than writing out blacksmith bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so it's catchy. I changed it. Um, yeah, the website's going to be blacksmithbodybuilding.com. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's been a long time coming, but uh, the just I want to because I'm I'm not good at like marketing. I'm not good at that's I'm just a meathead who is passionate about it. Um, the 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 different programs are also have slightly different goals. The Spartan is like centered around uh, you know gaining some lean mass, so you should be at like a 100 to 250 calorie surplus. The uh, samurai is geared more towards uh, cutting, so you should be at like a two to three hundred calorie deficit. And then the Viking will be more geared towards powerlifting and at a, a bit of a, a surplus, maybe three to five hundred calorie sur- a surplus. So if you have a particular goal, maybe wait for um, for that. I am going to do a on like launch weekend, it's like twenty percent off and like two free eBooks on, on like the launch weekend. So um, I guess I would I guess I'd say follow me on Twitter if uh, or Instagram if you want to hopefully uh, check that out. Um, that's. I will put your stuff up on the podcast link. Oh, I appreciate that. That's awesome, dude. And you've got YouTube as well. It looks like right. <laughs> Yes. Yep. 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 I've got a YouTube. Um, I want to that for for the new year was really um, I was really supposed to be better about uploading. Um, I've been writing on Substack. Also, I started that like a month ago, and I do every Friday a this week in bodybuilding article, and I eventually want to move that over to uh, a YouTube video with with uh, more regular long, I like long formats like this. This is kind of my, this is what I like doing and it's what I like consuming. Um, I love this kind of long format talk. So uh, I had a couple episodes of what I call the forge, which is kind of talking about bodybuilding and stuff. So I would, the, the goal is the intent is to start doing that on a more regular, like maybe bi-weekly basis. That's a good goal, man. That, that's awesome because you've got so much good stuff to to put out there, and 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 you're unique too. And and obviously, like you were saying, all these guys are awesome, and all of them have great things to share. Uh, but you, in particular, uh, resonate w- with a lot of people, especially young fathers, uh, you know, husbands, and I think that's awesome. You know, here's here's a good compliment. You know, it's kind of like a that gym owner who, who complimented your, your program way back in the day. Um, I, I obviously want to, want to get more fit. And so anytime, you know, I'll see like a, a UFC fighter or a bodybuilder or, or whoever, you know, I always point out their physique and I'll tell my wife, like, that's what I want to look like. And she's always like, no, like, ew, no, uh, you know, she doesn't like right, right. that. But I, 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 when you, we first started following each other on Twitter, I showed her a picture of you. I'm like, that's how big I want to get. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah. That was, oh, so well, that was right. like the first one that, that resonated with her. <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. Love it. Yeah, take that as a good compliment. She had a big, pretty big checklist. I'm sure if she, if she found Brett. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's awesome, man. Um, well, uh, we really appreciate your time. You, we, you know, we've been going for over an hour here. I know, you know, your time is is precious too. Uh, any anything else you you want to say to our listeners who might just be getting to the gym for the first time or getting back into it? It's cliche, but it's real. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Don't do anything to hurt yourself. Um, don't do anything rash or ir- irrational. Take your time. Again, keep the key perspective. Uh, that I'm really big on on that on staying in your lane. You know, understanding who you are and where you are. Use your tools. 
to the best of your ability, maximize the basics, and uh, you can't train if you're hurt. So leave your, you know, check your ego. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Amen, dude. That That's awesome. Thank you so much. Tom, you got any other questions for, for our man, Nick? No, man. I appreciate your time today, man. It's been awesome. Wonderful. I've really, really uh, enjoyed it as well, my friends. Thank you. Well, we'll get this up and, and we're excited for launch weekend. I can't wait to get that program. I've been trying to figure out what, what I want to do next. So uh, Spartan, here we, here we come. Here we go, baby. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nick. Uh, until next time, this has been Tom and Brett and Nick out. Peace. Hey, thanks so much, man. That was awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I really, really had a blast. That's awesome. Have you ever read uh, Essentialism or The One Thing? No, that's the, the, that was the title? Yeah, so Essentialism is one of them. It's Greg McNown. And then The One Thing is Greg Keller. But it's one of those, uh, it really corresponds with the, you know, hey, you're getting ready to do your set and nothing else matters. You're only focusing on that one thing. But right. it even talks about it. Uh, it's essentially in in normal life too. It's pretty cool. Like uh, Greg oh, Keller is the founder of Keller Williams, the realtor company. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, but he uh, he even has like this sign that he puts up on his door that basically says, "No, the answer is no." Is it a book that translates well to audio book? Uh, I believe so. Because so I'm both I'm of them big, are awesome. Yeah, I'm a big audio. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big audiobook guy. It sounds like something that I would enjoy in like my my commute. Yeah, I would do I would do both of them. Like I said, they're both great. Essentialism, uh, which is Greg McNown, and then the one thing, which is Greg Keller. I'm a I'm an audiobook when it's fiction, and then I like to read the the non. Right. right. But the commute, man, I that's what I used to do all the time was podcasts and books, podcasts and books. Now that I don't that's have it, a long that's commute, it, yep. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we will definitely get you on again, Nick. Uh, I love it, dude. Anytime, dude. Anytime. That's awesome, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. God bless you, man. God bless your family. God bless, brothers. You too. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Have a great night, guys. You too. Bye. Bye.